Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the How to Know You're Being Gaslighted episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. You've probably heard the term gaslighting going around these days. It's a term that's been around for some time. It actually originated from a 1938 stage play called Gaslight, and it was later made into two popular movies in the 40s. In a nutshell, it's about a husband who manipulates his wife into believing that she's going insane by making small, deliberate changes to their home and then he denies that the changes are happening. He would dim the gaslights in their home, and when she points out that the gaslights were dimming, her husband tells her that the lights were not changing, causing her to doubt her own sense of reality. Well, since then, it has become a pretty widely used psychological term to describe a form of emotional abuse and manipulation in which one person tries to make another person doubt their own perceptions, their memories, and their sanity. Gaslighting usually shows up as a pattern of lying, um, denial, and attempts to make the victim question their own reality. And it's often used in abusive relationships. And in the play and movies, it was the husband who did the gaslighting, right? Well, in my experience and my practice, I see it a lot where women are being gaslighted. Yet, I've heard it from men, too. And according to the research, gaslighting is not gender-specific. An example of men being gaslighted is what Hugh went through. Hugh, not his real name, uh, he was a decent and caring guy. He had been in a relationship with his girlfriend Stella, not her real name, for uh, about three years. And as most relationships start out, theirs was filled with love and laughter and dreams of a future together. And as time went on, Hugh began to notice some subtle changes in Stella's behavior. At first, it was the little things that he noticed. You know, Stella would question his memory a lot, insisting that he had said or done things that he was sure he had not done, like leaving the front door unlocked or throwing away leftover takeout or even leaving their dog outside. And Stella would tell him that he was being forgetful or even irresponsible. And after a while, these comments that she would make kept coming up more and more often. And it got to the point where Hugh started to doubt himself. And he wondered if he was really as forgetful and irresponsible as Stella said. Well, Stella's manipulating and accusations only got worse over time. She would shut down emotionally and say that nothing was wrong. She would withhold sex from Hugh, and she started putting him down, telling him that he was getting fat and losing his hair, when he really wasn't. Stella belittled his dreams of becoming a tenured professor, and she tried to keep him from his friends and family, saying that she was doing it for his own good. Well, with all this going on, Hugh felt trapped and confused, and he just couldn't figure out what the hell was going on with Stella and what was going on in their relationship. One day, Hugh was having lunch with a colleague slash friend, and he shared what he was going through. 
And it just so happened that his friend had been through a similar experience and, and recognized the signs that Hugh was describing was gaslighting. He explained to Hugh about gaslighting, and as Hugh listened, he was at first in denial. He's like, no. And then as he heard more, and the more his friend pointed out, he realized that indeed he had been mind-fucked by Stella for a long time. And so Hugh was kind of getting a better sense of himself again, and he decided to confront Stella about her behavior. He calmly expressed his concerns. He pointed out to her specific examples of her gaslighting. And at first, Stella denied everything and said that he was overreacting and making things up, which was typical. But Hugh stayed in his shoes and said that he wouldn't tolerate the manipulation anymore. And that was all good and well, but their relationship wasn't the same. Hugh got some support of a therapist who worked through some of the emotional damage that he had suffered through the gaslighting. And he also began rebuilding connections with his friends and family that Stella had kept him from. And slowly but surely, Hugh began to get his self-esteem and his self-confidence back. And after some time had passed, he realized that he deserved a loving, healthy, and respectful relationship. And with his new sense of self-worth, he ended his relationship with Stella and took some time out to heal. Well, during this time where he was doing all the personal growth and self-discovery, Hugh reconnected with an old friend, and I'll call her Emma, who had always been a source of support and kindness for Hugh. Well, their friendship ended up developing into a deep and loving romantic relationship, and they ended up building a relationship based on trust, open communication, and mutual respect. So you see, Hugh's journey from the darkness of gaslighting to the light of a healthy relationship is a powerful reminder of how important it is to recognize and address toxic behavior early in the relationship. You know, noticing the red flags. And Hugh learned a valuable lesson to never give up his true self for the sake of any relationship and that true love in relationship is about empowering and uplifting each other rather than manipulating and controlling. So Hugh's story is a classic example of gaslighting. I mean, it is truly crazy making behavior. So what do you say we shine some light on the signs of gaslighting, all right? I would say the biggest sign of gaslighting is denying reality. The gaslighter will deny the other person's reality or their experience, saying things like, that didn't happen, or you don't know what you're talking about, and stuff like that. Um, another sign is dismissing or belittling the other person's feelings. You know, making the other person feel like their feelings aren't valid or that they're unreasonable. That might sound like, oh, you're too sensitive. You're blowing this out of proportion. It's no big deal. Um, blame shifting is another sign. You know, like saying, it's your fault that I got mad and yelled at you. Or if you just had sex with me, that wouldn't have happened. Um, 
Another thing the gaslighter might do is leaving out information or details about a situation. And they will do this to try to confuse the victim and leave them questioning what really happened. Another classic example is when the gaslighter projects his or her own issues onto the victim. And the example I hear a lot is when the gaslighter is cheating and he accuses the victim of cheating when the victim's not cheating. The gaslighter will often try to isolate the victim from seeing family and friends, like I described in Hugh's story. This way, the victim has to be dependent on the gaslighter and doesn't get the family member's or friend's perception of what's really going on. Uh, Another crazy-making gaslighting tactic is mixing positive reinforcement and criticism. You know, like one minute putting the victim down and then the next minute showing affection and giving compliments, which ends up keeping the victim off balance. And the last sign I'll mention is when the gaslighter shuts down and doesn't talk to or ignores the victim, you know, giving the silent treatment. Well, this can be anxiety-provoking and also make the victim feel abandoned and alone. So how do you deal with or confront a gaslighter? Well, I'm not going to lie. It ain't easy. (laughs) Because the manipulation can be subtle and it can sneak up on you over time. And the next thing you know, you don't even know what hit you. Also, the gaslighter will more than likely deny your accusations anyway, right? Yeah, so the most important thing here is to pay attention and recognize the signs. Having awareness of what's happening is really, really important. The next thing you want to make sure is that you trust your feelings. Your feelings are valid no matter what anyone else says. If someone dismisses your feelings, they don't see you. Get clarity and support if you're in doubt. You know, talk with friends or family or therapist or coach to get some kind of emotional support and get a different perspective as to what's going on. Another thing that can help is to document the gaslighting. Write down what happened, what was said, along with the days and times of when it happened. And if you need to share it with authorities, like in a divorce situation, or even worse, God forbid. Make sure you set strong boundaries with the gaslighter. And this can be really challenging, depending on how masterful the gaslighter is. Make sure you do what's best for you, even if it means ending the toxic relationship. Understanding that your mental and emotional health is at stake and it takes priority. And finally, if you've been gaslighted, getting professional support can be a vital step in recovering from the emotional trauma caused by gaslighting. This is no joke. Again, dealing with and confronting a gaslighter can be really hard, and it may take time to heal and get your self-confidence back once you do. Someone asked me if gaslighting is intentional Or is it more of a subconscious behavior? Well, the answer is it can be both, depending on the person. 
You know, someone could intentionally use gaslighting to manipulate or control or dominate another person. Uh, it can be a way for them to gain power, to maintain control, or to avoid responsibility for their actions, you know, not be held accountable. In this case, when someone does it intentionally, the gaslighter is fully aware of their actions and their impact on the victim, which is horrible. Now, gaslighting can also happen without the gaslighter being fully aware of their behavior. Usually in these cases, the gaslighter may have manipulative behaviors due to their own emotional issues or their insecurities or their unresolved psychological problems. They may have learned these behaviors from growing up, you know, their upbringing, or from a previous relationship. Now, while they may not consciously set out to manipulate or deceive, their actions can still have a gaslighting effect on the victim. Now, it's important to note here that no matter if the gaslighting is intentional or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it is a harmful and damaging type of emotional abuse. Victims of gaslighting often suffer from confusion, self-doubt, uh, loss of their self-esteem, their self-confidence, and more. Yet, help is available, and you can heal from it and move on. And, by all means, if you recognize that you're exhibiting these gaslighting behaviors, let this be a wake-up call to you. And stop. Stop. And please get some support. If you want to change this behavior, you can, with the right support, awareness, and your motivation to change. And believe me, life will be so much better if you do. Here's a quote I found about how to avoid falling victim to gaslighting in your relationship. It's by the author of the book Happiness in Your Life by Do Zantamata. She says, the best way to avoid falling into the trap of gaslighting is to trust your own intuition. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. So true. And that will do it for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the How to Know You're Being Gaslighted episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. Thank you for listening. So here's a question for you. Do you find yourself judging your spouse or partner either in your head or to their face? Well, here's another one. Do you want to stop judging? And the last question is, do you want to know how to stop judging? Well, then join me for the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the How to Stop Judging Your Spouse or Partner episode. And if you have any issues in your relationship you need help with, any comments or suggestions for topics for the show, or for any reason, please email me at bill at menonthepathtolove.com. Again, that's bill at menonthepathtolove.com. And as always, if you know someone you think might get something out of listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.